welcome to actually this is not advice we're going to talk about friendships today because it's something that has come up naturally in our conversations and is an important part of our lives mm-hmm. so we have a part one we're going to talk about what friendship means to us based on our histories and backgrounds what we look for in friendships especially in this season of our lives because that changes as we move through life and a big one because we get asked about this all the time how we make new friends and maintain old friendships yay excited (laughs) so this is vienda and this is nadia nice of you to tune in again well this is like our first proper episode so we have no idea who's actually listening maybe nobody hi hi out there but it's fine because this is a conversation between us so Mm -hmm. um and one we've actually had uh, a couple times well parts of i feel like in in one way Mm -hmm. shape or form Mm -hmm. we've talked about this a lot because friendships are a huge part of our Mm -hmm. lives right Mm -hmm. yeah so for me personally because i don't really have a blood family Mm. I've had to make choices in my life which means that my family aren't a big part of my life which in some ways of course is a little bit sad but also it's an act of self-love and self-preservation on my end which means that all the friendships in my life and the friendships I choose to maintain and nurture are that much more meaningful because actually they are Actually, they are yeah. my family. <laughs> Actually, exactly. Yeah. They they they're my chosen family. Mm-hmm. And so it's everything. Same, same. I feel like um when you've moved countries and you've left the first friends you've had in your life behind, like at school or, you know, high school or university, you leave um and you you leave them behind and you need to start from scratch you leave your family behind and maybe like you you even like go no contact and all of that right um i feel like it's so different from people who stay in the same place their whole lives or or Mm. go back to where they came from Mm. um and it's something i do struggle with with living here in england that so many people i meet here who are British and they've always lived here they don't understand that and so they live friendship in a completely different way from me Mm. Um, and I obviously I have understanding for that I know why Um, friendship is different for them Mm -hmm. than it is for me and for you Um, and I always it's funny because with my close friends here where a lot of them are also not British they're Mm. like me like they moved here Mm. Um, so it works quite well because we we have the same idea of friendship like you're my family right um same with you and like other friends but then with my british friends i do kind of sometimes treat it like dating where i ask them like how do you define friendship like how do you live friendship Mm. actually Mm -hmm. practically because this is how i desire my friendships to be Mm -hmm. like this is how i need them to be so how how do you need your friendships to be Mm so basically let's go right in there let's go right in there so basically i had this conversation with a friend quite a new friend in november actually uh i met her last year and so we kind of uh talked about this because um 
I've had her over at my house many times um, and and I had never been to hers and I just I just was curious like how do you live friendships is it for you more like you know it was literally like a conversation you would have if you're dating <laughs> or similar mm-hmm. but I'm like well why not Fuck yeah. it. like for me it's like the same romantic love friendship love it's all love mm-hmm. like why would I not have this conversation mm-hmm. like I think I, I just personally think like you have to say what you want and mm-hmm. then you might get it but if mm-hmm. you don't say it mm-hmm. you might never get it right um and so basically for me um personally i need to witness my friends in a different way and i need to be witnessed in a different way from just going out friendships mm. like if if for two years all i have with someone is a coffee shop friendship or a restaurant friendship then to me that's not real enough mm-hmm. so what you're saying is that you need your friendships to be meaningful and deep and where they meet you at a level that's more than the surface yes they they absolutely have to be they have to have depth and meaning in terms of conversation ideas mindset in life but i also need them to be close in in like a physical sense like Mm -hmm. we are in each other's lives Mm. like you know I know your friends I know your siblings or your family I know you know mine Um, even though mine obviously doesn't live in this country but like little things like for example if I'm with a friend and my parents are calling me on a video call I'll just pick up like you know depending on the situation but I might pick up and and like tell my dad um, sorry I can't talk right now and like I'll just you know they'll just see my friends and say hi um, that's like a little thing because obviously we don't live in the same country but I need that type of witnessing where if I'm sick I know someone will come mm-hmm. and help me mm-hmm. if my friend's sick I I want to go and bring them food um, or you go, you know, food shopping together, something simple. You help each other out. You you are in each other's lives. It's not just you meet once a month for a coffee um, or you go out. You you know where you live. You know, you know where, where um, you know, what, what kind of day and schedule you have. And you kind of have more of a family mm. um, relationship than just going out here and there and and having fun and yes maybe you you have like great conversation when you're going out but if it stops there that's not enough for me because same as you like I'm alone here um so I need I need to be witnessed by my friends and I need to witness them like in actual life Mm. um so I need more than just that you know Mm -hmm. kind of um yeah let's go out let's go out let's go out and that's a lot of what happens here in England and especially in London which I realized and with my friends that are from Italy or Brazil or Germany or wherever they're from that I met here as well it's completely different they get it it's not even a conversation we have it's like yeah come to mine um do you want food like make yourself at home it's immediately it's that family feeling is immediate Mm. because they feel the same way they're alone as well right Mm -hmm. they moved here alone they don't have family so 
they have the same mindset we don't even have to speak about it and mm -hmm. that's the kind of friendships i i want to build it's not just coffee shop friendships it's community mm. like beyond friends i i usually speak of community mm. like actually actual community living mm. Mm. what about you i feel like i mean there's a couple of things coming up for me as i'm listening to you speak one is i feel like i have sort of uh, a triad circle of friends mm. so the inner circle are the people that i spend the most time with mm. whether in person physically or connecting on the phone because we're in different places i live in spain at the moment so mm -hmm. you know there's and that's always been a case for me that i nurture some long distance relationships friendships and and then i also focus on really building community and friendships wherever i am because i need that as a human being um community is so important and then i have sort of like the second layer of circle of friends of like people that i know and i like but for whatever reason we don't see each other that much and we don't invest that much but like it's just you know you know each other and that's fine yeah. it's enough and then there's the third layer or the third sort of ring mm -hmm. of friendships which are in some ways more like in acquaintances or like people mm -hmm. that you're connected to mm. And those connections are useful, whether they're because of relationships you have with other people or yeah. they're good for work or for whatever reason, then they exist on the outer ring. And those would be maybe what you would call like the coffee shop friendships. Yeah. And I'm happy to nurture some of those because there's value to that mm -hmm. as well. I don't, there's not an absolute rule of how a friendship has to be. And then this other thing I was thinking about when you were speaking about um for example the different cultural experiences amongst friends here i would say 50% of my friends in the uk are british mm -hmm. and then 50% are not mm -hmm. and i've had a very different experience to you where i felt very embraced by my british friends but definitely they have and this is definitely cultural they ha don't have that immediate warmth it takes some time to like break down that mm. that facade at the yeah. beginning before you yeah. can get really close but once once you're close one thing i love about my british friends is that they're so they're just insanely loyal like mm. so so loyal mm. but i'm not having the same experience in spain at all I have zero Spanish friends, mm. which is surprising to me. Like, all of my friends are expats. All of them are from all over the world. Mm. And even when I go to Spanish events or, like, try and integrate myself a little bit more mm. in the local community, there's this distance. There's this very strong distance. And a lot of people say it's a specific Mallorquin thing. So I live in Mallorca, which is an island of Spain. And the Mallorquins are known, even in Spanish culture, to be a lot more distant and a lot more um, insular and withholding in general mm. as, as they're part of their nature. So I'm sure that plays into it. But in different places, different people, different rules. <laughs> yeah obviously there's generalizations and then there's individual people that mm -hmm. when you meet them they will still behave you know in a different way from what you stereotypically know and i think like 
I didn't have that experience of not being embraced here at all. Like I've also been embraced very mm. much by my British friends. There's just this difference, I think, in there's something I think maybe that holds people back here when it comes to letting you into their homes and into their lives. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're a lot more slow on mm. that side. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't feel at all like some people say, you know, oh maybe this culture is like more cold or distant. Mm-hmm. I don't feel that way here mm-hmm. at all. I I think um I don't experience British people as cold at all. Like yeah. I do experience them as really warm. Yeah. Um but there's there's some kind of block when it comes to actually entering someone's life mm-hmm. really um and being a part of it that takes a lot more time here mm-hmm. than it would with someone from Italy or Yeah, I agree. Or that. even just with other expats, right? Yeah. Who um who immigrated as well like immediately you want to be close because you you need family Mm -hmm. you need that family unit when you don't have one right so yeah because they are family so yeah 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 so and I guess and it's not even you know what like with Mallorca or with England like it's not even just (laughs) I don't think it's a cultural thing only I think it's a thing of when you are the the one that you're the native right Mm mm-hmm you just um and you've never you maybe never left you just you have your group you have your friends you have your family you don't it doesn't even cross your mind that this other person that you just met and you know you get on it's great great friend it doesn't even cross your mind that they um might need a different type of relationship because they don't have anyone or might want to be a part integrated into a part your, of your life yes well the way that your other friends are exactly yeah i think, I think it's you just, make a good point yeah i think because i if i speak to people who've moved to the states for example they have similar experiences mm. or other places mm. often i think yeah when you're the person that hasn't left and someone else comes into your world into your country um it's just yeah you're just like oh well i have my circle so it, it sometimes it doesn't cross your mind that maybe that person like wants to be a a bigger part of it because mm. um yeah you just you can't relate to that experience so i don't think it's only cultural it's literally just um sometimes also well you're you're the entity that is from that country from mm. that place and so you just think differently mm. um and all the other like all the immigrants no matter where they're from they usually have a similar like mindset yeah. i feel like around friendships yeah. yeah yeah because we're all in a similar situation yeah exactly mm-hmm. and i agree with you like that I, I mean what i said about how i want friendships to be that's not how i want all my friendships to be <laughs> but my close friendships yeah. the people that i see like close potential with and that i click with mm-hmm. the people where i see wow well, we are on the same kind of mm-hmm. trajectory mm-hmm. we want the same thing and mm-hmm we are passionate about the Mm -hmm. same life and we have the same values like those friendships like yeah i need them to be a certain way how i described it and then yes there are there are friends that as you said they're like more like connections Mm -hmm. and acquaintances and Mm -hmm. but i do have to say i struggle with putting a lot of energy into these outer circle friendships i do struggle i don't Mm. i put most of my energy into my first circle yeah. my the inner circle, circle. Yes. yeah I feel that way as well and for me the inner circle because it's so important because it is becomes they become my family yeah there's a few key things I notice I really 
look for and this is I was thinking about this I when I meet someone can very quickly identify if they're in a circle middle circle out of circle how like, do you identify that it, by feeling by how they make mm. me feel <laughs> like how the way they speak and the way they interact and the way they express themselves and present yeah. themselves yeah I it's almost like either you click yeah. or you don't and for me there's a few things I notice are really important one is like integrity just mm. having a lot of integrity my favorite word where everything lines up what you say yeah. what you do yeah. how you behave your choices all of those things line up mm. because I need that to feel trust and I need to feel trust to feel safe and that's just like a baseline thing um and something that I really admire and love in a lot of my friendships today mm. and that all com that comes with emotional maturing on all our parts mm. is the ability to be really flexible admit when we're wrong change our minds and communicate it clearly like yeah. oh you know like we spoke about this but actually I realized it's like this for me or when I said that or when I did that that was a mistake on my behalf because we're all still learning and to, like for that to be so normalized and, yes. and integrated that it's not a thing because it's just like hey we're all human we're all being humans together and yeah. that's great let's all learn yeah. and hold each other through this yeah. experience and disagreeing without things mm -hmm. falling apart mm -hmm. like unless I understand like sometimes if you have like core values it's like a fundamental thing yeah a fundamental mm -hmm. thing and you can't be near that person because mm -hmm. it's one of your core values mm -hmm. and someone crosses that mm -hmm. you know that's okay mm -hmm. I understand that and I I do act the same way but mm -hmm. if it's not a core value you know and you can just disagree on different yeah. opinions without the relationship yeah like crashing yeah that's just being an adult really yeah and then the third thing is reliability mm. Mm. I love like and that comes from my own like childhood wounding of like abandonment issues but when people are so reliable yes. and that doesn't mean like that you never change your mind or you don't change plans but that you communicate that all really clearly so yes. when you say you're going to meet at 12 you meet at 12 and if ha something happens you communicate it clearly mm. and there's that consistency and there's that just reliability and I can really like sink into and feel very very safe in that friendship because I know that whatever's happening I'm going to be communicated to the person's going to show up the best they can at all times and there's flexibility to that because humans and life and all of that mm. yes oh my gosh yes amen <laughs> <laughs> preach preach I don't like saying amen because I, I hate church and I left church but amen to that <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> Yes, yes to all of that. And how do you, because this is a question we get all the time, how do you build that inner circle yeah. if you just moved somewhere, yeah. you're literally 37, like, do you want to say your age? I'm 41. Yeah. We, yeah. Don't, we don't mind, right? No, I um, mean, it's no secret. Exactly. I'm proud of it. Exactly. Because look we at earned, me. We earned every <laughs> single of those years, right? Like, I don't want to hide it. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. It, our age like it's a lot harder for people you know you're not a university um where you also know, it's we're self-employed this is a big and thing we're we don't go to a job where we meet people yes we literally have to like 
dig through the mm. gravel of friends and find the <sighs> gems. <laughs> yes. How do you build those beyond coffee shop because it's easy to mm-hmm. get to know people and be like let's meet for coffee that's mm-hmm. easy right mm-hmm. quite easy mm-hmm. um beyond that how do you build because this is what people like desire like most yeah. people, they want a community so yeah. if you're new somewhere how do you find that inner circle how do you build that community yeah how do you do it i feel like I have some kind of lucky star shining upon me when it comes to friendship, honestly, because I feel like making friends and meeting new people is very easy for me in general. Mm -hmm. Mostly because the places I go are full of the kind of people I want to know anyway. What are those places? Like places where there's creative, interesting, thoughtful, inspired people who are doing things with their lives because and I say this mostly because years and years ago when I was in a relationship with a Canadian man we moved to his small town in Canada Mm -hmm. for the first time in my life I experienced not making friends Mm. because the small town in Canada that we moved to was empty of my people yeah which I didn't know was possible because up yeah. until that point in my life I'd always been in places yeah. that were full of my kind of people mm. consciously or unconsciously mm. um so as soon as I got out of that relationship boom I was back in like the spaces where my people hang out yeah, and of course not out. everyone is your people but yeah um there's a couple of things one is I mean it helps to have a tiny little bit of a social media profile because mm-hmm. then you have a larger range of connections yeah um because it just takes one person and I'm going to just give a really pragmatic example of what happened in Mallorca I moved there I knowing two people who were my clients so they were not my friends but mm-hmm. they're just people who that I happened to know because I they'd hired me mm-hmm. um and I did not spend time with them I did not like socially connect with them but what did happen was that a girl who followed me on Instagram introduced me to a friend of hers that lived on Mallorca. Yeah. And that friend of hers, after like we kind of texted for a few weeks and then one day she was like, I'm going to this pop-up event on the other side of the island. Do you want to go? I was like, yes. So I could at least meet her mm-hmm. and meet some other people. I was like I don't know anyone here hi mm-hmm. <laughs> um and I remember getting in her car and um then another girl getting in like she, she was picking up a few people along the way mm-hmm. um another girl getting in in her car and I just met these people and one of the best ways that I know how to build connection mm-hmm. is through absolute uncensored vulnerability <laughs> trauma bonding no I mean like just Just being like hey I'm really human Mm -hmm. because it's so easy to connect with someone who's human rather than someone who puts on a face of like I'm I'm all good and you don't know me what did you say well I literally 10 minutes before they picked me up I received a message from an ex-boyfriend and I can't remember I really remember that face I can't remember what the message was, but it really yeah. like upset me. Yeah. And so we're in this car and I'm with these two women who are complete strangers. And I basically just like, 
unfold the whole story to them because I was like, I need to talk about this. It's just happened to me 10 minutes ago and I need I need to talk about it. And so they were like, whoa, like this strange woman is in this car with us telling us a really personal story. <laughs> and so like immediately there was a very strong connection and bond built. And then we got to this pop-up event and I literally met like 50 people mm. at this event. Mm. I, I like, I remember leaving that night being like I met so many people I can't remember anyone's name yeah but because Mallorca is quite small the community of especially of expats is then quite small so everyone knows everyone in some way I walked away from that event with suddenly a circle of women that I didn't know well yet but like had the potential of becoming Mm -hmm. and then with time like and then I and I nurture those relationships I spent time with them figured out who was close who was less close and that happens quite naturally just by spending you know having a few experiences with yeah, each other a few yeah. little girl dates or whatever yeah and you know which people stick and which ones don't mm. and slowly in that way and then meeting their friends as well I kind of built that local inner circle mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I was fortunate not everyone has that much ease mm-hmm. I think it's yeah it's it's luck and it's also just putting in the work I feel mm-hmm. like as a grown up mm-hmm. you have to force yourself on people <laughs> you have to also like be um, you know if you have to be the one to ask hey can mm-hmm. you know do you want to meet today Do you, want, you can't just sit at home and like wait for like this potential friend that you met somewhere to text you first just text them no yeah like, totally you know are you free to co-work are you free to yeah. go for a coffee or for oh a walk oh my god and then get to know people you have to like force it a little bit actually that reminds me one of my favorite friends in Mallorca (laughs) I met her I think in June last year so I'd been there six months by then and I met her at a gig that a friend of mine was playing at and there was just something about her I don't know like I was like I like her I really like her and I had to leave because I had another appointment after the gig I was Mm. going to a different gig after that that gig (laughs) but before I left I went to her and I was like I think we should be friends what's your number and she was like "Ooh." and it's kind of like it is a bit like dating yes you have to just be like when you let someone know that you really like them it's hard not to it's a bit you're not gonna be like oh my god you like me I don't like I don't want to be liked nobody does that if someone everyone wants to be liked yeah if someone tells you I really like you you're gonna of course your ego is gonna be like yes thank you and that's all it takes yeah i've done that before as well i've done that i've said that to people like i need friends like do you want to meet up i've literally said this to people especially since i moved to london from brighton a year ago i'm like i constantly tell new people that i meet yeah of course like i'll give you my number i need Mm -hmm. new friends (laughs) like i'm still like looking for new friends here Mm -hmm. um i've done that as well and then i'm like texting and texting and texting until it becomes you know more of a Mm -hmm. flow if Mm -hmm. it does sometimes it never does exactly if if there is um a mutual desire to be friends and in each other's lives um i'm happy being the one pushing it a little bit in the beginning because i know i am the new person yeah. not the other person you have to put in that yes. you have to invest time and energy exactly into it. Yeah. if you are the new person in a place yeah i'm sorry to, to, to for everyone who doesn't want to hear that but if you are the new person you have to push it a little bit don't yeah. don't be afraid that you're like you're like annoying 
like and i guess this is advice <laughs> now that i'm now that i'm saying this now, but this is not advice but <laughs> this is not advice but you have to push it a little bit yeah if you're the new per- i've definitely i've definitely done that as well yeah like pushing it a little bit so how have you made friends since you've been here Mm. not just in england but in london specifically because you know you've moved a year ago you had to build a new community yeah uh in brighton it was um a little bit easier because brighton is small um and i think it was a mix of like um meeting people from the internet uh, who maybe were like following me and texted me and like oh i live in brighton too do you want to meet and I just went for it because I was alone after my divorce and like leaving my old friends groups behind for different reasons. Um, I was like, yeah, you know, let's let's try this. And also, this is a big thing, meeting friends through other friends, like because you make one friend, as you did, for example, in Mallorca, and then because of them, you meet other friends. Mm-hmm. And actually, uh, a few of my closest friends in Brighton, I met through the very first friend that I made. So that actually is a big thing it's quite important i think as well to to open up your friendship group to other people because you never know you know um and introducing you know friends to friends introducing people to each other is like super important Mm. and then when i moved to london which was very very difficult and i was very sad to leave everyone behind in brighton um even though i mean it's not super far away and obviously I still have those friendships, but I'm talking about local community, like literally local where you live. Because again, I need to be witnessed in my life and I want to witness my friends. So having, I have a lot of friends who I talk to on FaceTime because they live in other countries or other cities, but I always need a local community. And yeah. moving here to London, I... I first moved in like with a friend, former friend. She's not my friend anymore. And I thought that might be like a, like a little family. And it turned out it wasn't. Um, and I have, I had a handful. I had like four f- friends in London. But because London is massive, <laughs> it didn't, it just doesn't feel like a local community. Like because even, even in East London, my closest friends, it takes me 40 minutes to get to their house, like door to door. And it just doesn't feel very local. I think mm. now after a year, it feels a little more local because 40 minutes now feel like 10. Oh yeah, it's fine. Like you're, I'm used to the travel now, but um, that local community, how I do it, how I build that inner core and that local f- community life is I lead by example. So I behave the way I wish people and friends would behave towards me I behave in a way where that shows others this is how I like to do friendship mm-hmm. um, so for example if a friend texts me that they're sick um, I'm like do you need anything if I have their address I'm gonna deliver some food or something um, and send them food so they don't have to cook for example or um, if, if they're not like super far away I'll go myself and just bring drop something by um I will be spontaneous I'll be like uh instead of planning ahead for weeks which is what everyone does here like can I put you in my diary like what date are you free <laughs> like that kind of thing 
I I will be spontaneous and be like, hey, are you free like right now or in an hour for a walk or do you want to go? F do you want to come over for dinner tonight or, um, hey, I'm just in the neighborhood, like, do you want to meet? Like, can mm -hmm. I pop in? Like, and I'm bringing your favorite cinnamon bun or whatever, which is what I used to do in Brighton all the time. I'd be like to my friend Francesca, shout out. I'd be like hey, are you at home right now? And she'd be like, yeah, I'm just working. And I'm like, okay, I'm just coming over for two minutes. And I would pick up her favorite cinnamon bun that's like in the cafe really close to her and just knock on her door and just pop over, just pop in for a little bit and um, and then leave her again to her work. You know, just like that. Hmm. So I just, that's how I do it. I lead by example. I always, always invite people to my house. Um whether I cook for them or we cook together or we, we get food somewhere else but I invite them to my house because th this is very much what I want like you know to kind of have that home family vibe um, instead of just meeting in restaurants so I just lead by example and then slowly you kind of filter the people who are the same so the people who yeah. don't want that kind of friendship they just fall off exactly. the, the wayside. The, They're like, the right people stick and the rest fall yeah, away. They won't reciprocate. They won't mm -hmm. be available, you know, mm -hmm. and you'll, you'll kind of understand, okay, this is not the friendship mm -hmm. style. Mm -hmm. um, we, we're not the same. Mm -hmm. And then the people who also desire that kind of life, they will mm -hmm. slowly pick up on that, even mm -hmm. if it takes a while. And then they'll, they'll also like just text you and be like, hey, do you like spontaneously or um they will invite you to their house and be like oh i'll cook for you this time like they will reciprocate and you slowly build that kind of local community life yeah so that's that's how i kind of tend to do it i just lead by example and, and it's just i because i don't know any other way yeah to, this is this is how i want to live yeah i want to before we close this this chapter this little episode <laughs> I want to go on a little tangent because I want to share something with you where I've been the friend that hasn't shown up. Mm. But, um, and we're going to go like more into like handling conflict and navigating time, yeah. changes yeah. Uh, in friendships, like, mm. you know, in lifestyles or like, you know, some of my friends have become mothers and that changes friendships a lot and all sorts of things. We're going to go much deeper. But something I want to speak to, which I was sort of, it was coming up for me as you were just speaking around how you show up the way that you want to be you lead by example an experience I had with a friend in Mallorca or a potential friend in Mallorca it's very weird mm. like we were introduced because we had a mutual client mm. and she's really lovely I admire her she's you know she's a great person mm. and she invited me to a few events and I and to like dinners and things at her house and I came and then there's one where like I was going through some weird stuff and I left early yeah which was all me and I explained to her like that's all this is just about me I just need to go and like handle this thing mm. and then there was a few times where she invited me and I said yes and then I wasn't able to go and it's really strange to me how 
I see the potential of the friendship here, but for some mm. reason, I can't show up to it fully. Mm. And I don't know what that is. I want to know if it's the universe being like, you know what, like, yes, she's a lovely person, but that doesn't mean you need to be friends. Yeah. Or if I have some kind of, it's just an interesting observation that I'm making, like, what happens when you're the friend who doesn't show up to the person fully mm. and you're aware of it and it's not intentional and yet it feels like I can't change it. Have mm. you ever had that kind of experience well, from either perspective? Yes, but is that because of the thing you mentioned earlier where it's just your gut telling you, well, this is not a friend? And that's something we're going to speak to in our next episode as well about our <laughs> gut and intuition yeah. and how that plays into knowing who your friend is and who, who your isn't. person is. Yeah. Because from how you're describing it, this was a new friend, right? Yes. You just, it's not like yeah, a no, new... No, no. And so I think there's a difference when it's like someone new entering our life and it's just like, well, I don't have the energy for you because you're new. I need to pour into myself and into the people that I already know that mm. are already close to me mm. so maybe yeah this won't be a, a big friendship mm. versus if it's a friend that has been in your life for a longer time yeah. and you're going through something and therefore you can't show up for them right now you don't have mm. the capacity which is what we've spoken about as well in our previous conversations you just communicate that with friends you can do that you can say I would love to be there for you right now, but right this moment, I don't have the capacity. I've had that definitely. Mm. Um, I've had that before where mm. I was so, so, so low, so depleted and a friend texted me and desperately like, and I knew she was going through stuff. Uh, and we we've had like weeks and weeks of um, talking about her stuff and she wanted to talk that like it was like a spontaneous um text like are you free right now i need to, you know i need to talk and in that moment i just did not have the energy and i said i'm so sorry right now i don't have the capacity maybe tomorrow mm. like um it, i literally couldn't mm. um so it has happened a handful of times yeah and yeah. i'm sure it will again yeah and friends have also said that to me you know yeah like and it's beautiful when you can be this honest mm. with your friend that's so beautiful when you can say you know i love you but right now i can't mm -hmm. that's so so beautiful mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and then there's also times where you know you stretch yourself even though you yeah. can't yeah. but you're like oh, I, I, in yeah, this okay. moment i i'm willing to stretch yeah, myself you're willing to exactly you're willing to still show up and it's okay mm. you know like mm. it, there's never a perfect no. way there isn't and also we're also not perfect no <laughs> no exactly there's never yeah we're not perfect there's never a perfect way to set boundaries or a perfect way to have a friendship or always communicate perfectly even yeah. if we want to yeah sometimes you know sometimes you're able to show up sometimes you're not and sometimes you're not able and you still show up and mm -hmm. that's lovely too and like it, it you know it's not like just because you're showing up or not setting boundaries immediately you're toxic or this or that like you know we love some all these... of the nuances we're going to go into yes and that's one reason why we wanted to start this podcast and have these public conversations that we have in private normally is that with our with instagram culture and social media culture we we often miss we talk about this how we miss the nuance and the layer right mm -hmm. in 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 like really fancy um 
and catchy Instagram statements and quotes that tell you one thing and mm-hmm. it sounds like the absolute truth and obviously it's up to us mm-hmm. to filter that and realize well there's nuance in life mm-hmm. but I feel like so many people don't don't yeah. see that nuance. I think that's because so many people outsource their framework or their systems for living instead of really honoring the truth as it is existing and showing up and appearing to the moment to moment Mm. so when you're outsourcing it you like have this framework of rules of this is what happens and this is what you do when this happens and these are the rules and la 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 and those rules can exist well in some cases but if you're constantly outsourcing instead of staying centered within and checking in like does this rule apply to this situation is this actually true for me in this moment and in this situation Mm. Mm. then a you're giving away your power to some system that someone else made up and b you're not actually honoring your own truth exactly exactly because there's so many layers like one thing yes can be toxic in one situation but in another that same behavior or that Mm -hmm. same decision Mm -hmm. can be just the right thing Mm -hmm. i don't actually like when people use those that terminology of like this friend is toxic or la la because Mm. actually we're all toxic sometimes yes so i think but that that that, to me then that makes it okay to use it though (laughs) (laughs) because we all we all are sometimes yeah honestly vienna sometimes i just want to call a spade a spade and say like yeah this is shit this is toxic (laughs) just (laughs) like fuck it but anyway that's for um, next time that's yeah we we will talk about all the all the nuances and difficulties of friendship uh next time 